Hey, get closer to your mic. We're closer than you are yeah. right now. Okay, but my volume's also higher than yours because I have less space. Oh, okay. And Ooh. My my of last episode has me very paranoid. <laughs> okay, well you do nom, you. Nom, nom, nom. You do you. We'll just let you be the dictator. That's fine. Whatever. Irony. What you signed up for? <clears throat> Welcome back. <clears throat> wow. Have we started? <laughs> no. Well, I guess I could play the. We've come from afar, bringing tales from before. Old dragons drink bourbon, but we three drink more. Welcome back to Dragons Drink Bourbon. I'm Ella. I'm Cletus. And I am Miles. I am officially... Annoyed. <laughs> Didn't take long. Right. Yeah, I woke up that way. Anyway. All right, guys. What are we drinking today? Let's get right into it. Well, Miles handed me a can and requested that I make up words to it. That's right. So, this is Billows. It is a dry hot Kolsch style ale. Nom, 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 nom. And we'll probably open another craft beer at some point that is different because Miles treated us to an assortment. We dragoned too much last week, mm. so we're drinking beer this week. Yeah. A little lighter, a little smarter for the time being. Oh dear, oh dear, oh dear. Last week for them, though, we didn't release anything. Oh yeah, well, yeah. two weeks ago then. Yeah, <laughs> what well, we recorded. Sorry for your loss. Audience, not us. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I should probably pour that beer for us now. Let's pour it up. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, there's a cat falling off my lap and dragging its claws all the way down my leg. Rosh, can you behave, please? That's enjoyable. Okay. That's how I know I'm alive. Ooh. What a rush. Oh, literally. Because that's his name. Rush. So this week, uh, the reason I actually, I asked that we start with this, like, Billows can is because it, it has a lot of smoke and a mountain and it looks stormy and cool. Mm. And Nice little blue background. We're doing a creature story this week. The Thunderbird. The Thunderbird? Like, Thunderbirds. The Thunderbird. Y'all ready to have some fun? Thunderbird. I'd watch that show. So I used to, um, when I got real shit faced back in my early twenties, and Yesterday. I wasn't, and, and I wasn't, no, back in my <laughs> early twenties, um, and I wasn't done drinking yet. Me and one specific buddy of mine used to always drive up to the gas station and buy like a five dollar dollar bottle of wine called <laughs> Thunderbird. Nice. And we would just pass it back and forth and drink it, and no lie, every time we did. An old black man would see us grab it. Not the same one, just a random old black man would see us grab it and go, What's the word? And we'd go, Thunderbird! <laughs> every single time. Every si- I say every single time, but we only did it like four or five times. Okay, I was like, <laughs> 20 something yeah, like, times. Like just a random dude pops out of the bushes, What's the word? What's the word there, boys? Friend, that is the 32nd time that has 
Maybe we're see just seeing things. <laughs> oh, that's All funny. Right. Well, for those who have never heard of the Thunderbird, it is a Native American creature, which Ooh. I don't think we've actually done anything Native American yet. Now, modern usage of Thunderbird includes, but is not limited to, the name of an operator in the Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Siege game, mm-hmm. the Ford Thunderbird automobile, Go ahead. Thunderbird. Mm. inspiration for the Pokemon Zapdos, a mythical creature in the Harry Potter franchise, especially the film Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. I'm waiting on one specific one. I didn't include it. I scrolled this out there. And Thunderbird from the X-Force slash X-Men comic books. And Na- Thunderbird, the yeah. cheap-ass wine at gas stations. <laughs> he was a Native that American. He was a Native American superhero. Um, he took the name Thunderbird. In fairness, um... I don't know if that one was on Wikipedia, so it's not on my list. (laughs) (laughs) That's fair. But just know he exists. Also, uh, the Thunderbird is the creature mascot and name for one of the four American wizard schools under the Ilvermorny School of Wizardry. What are the other ones? (laughs) I'm actually going to get to that in a second. So... Uh, the those schools were named after the founder's favorite magical creature. So in that context, it was still representative, very specifically, of the Native American Thunderbird. Okay. It is sometimes said of the Ilvermorny houses that they represent the whole witch or wizard. The mind is represented by the horned serpent house. The body by the wampus house. Mm. The heart by the pukwiji. And the soul is the Thunderbird. Yeah. Others say that the Horn Serpent favors scholars, Wampus warriors, Pukwudgie favors healers, and Thunderbird adventurers. So, And people who know what the word is. And then, this is a huge tangent, but I like Harry Potter, so that's what we're doing. Um, <laughs> I was wondering what you were talking about this whole time, yeah. if you saw the confused look on my face. Harry Potter wizard schools. Mm. But this one's in America. Isn't that Some of nice? them wear the robe of a thousand foreskins. <laughs> Passed down from generation to I generation. I am the portal keeper. <laughs> no, no. For the school of the Thunderbird, because that's the word. And here we wear robes of a thousand foreskins. <laughs> and they were donated. We're not sickos. <laughs> Okay. Oh. For Put some fart noises in there. Don't make it quiet. <laughs> <laughs> That's a callback. <laughs> in the Ilvermorny school, students would be called to stand on the symbol of the Gordian knot set into the middle of the stone floor, and then the enchanted carvings representing the houses would react instead of like the, the talking sorting hat. So. In this case, when the Thunderbird reacted, it would beat its wings. So I just thought that was a cool visual, and that's why I explained it. Oh, okay. Weren't we doing a story or something? (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. uh, I'm a Ravenclaw as far as Hogwarts houses go, but I am a Thunderbird for Ilvermorny. Like, just because you're a Ravenclaw, you just... I no, went they're, avian they're with completely it. Different. Or did you do a test for it? Because like the the 
academics uh, are the horned serpents for the Ilvermorny. So if it was just supposed to be like scholar to scholar, mm. it should have been. But I got Thunderbird, which I just wanted to bring up because I think it's funny because the Thunderbird represents the soul and I'm a ginger. <laughs> oh, well, then you can't. It's fun. No, you can't. We're, we're taking that away. I from infiltrated. You. We're transferring you. No. <laughs> <laughs> there was something wrong with your test. There's also, no way. the Ilvermorny backstory was very poorly written because J.K. Rowling didn't give a shit about Native American culture, and that was very obvious. And I still love Harry Potter, but that is also true. And I'm just gonna <laughs> I tangented for too long to not acknowledge that. <laughs> the Thunderbird is a legendary creature that is particular to North American indigenous peoples' history and culture. So, summing that up, they're supernatural beings. Mm-hmm. Often characterized as being very powerful and strong. Just like often, Thunderbird from the X-Men. Yeah. He was very strong. Even in a context where they're feared, they're always respected, essentially. Algonquin legend says that the Thunderbird Algonquin, create- that's Canadian, if mm. you did not know. Learn something new today. Algonquin legend says the Thunderbird creates thunder by flapping its wings And both um, the Algonquin and more specifically the Iroquois cultures describe the creature creating lightning by flashing its eyes. Thunderbirds bring rain and storms, which can be a positive or a negative boon. Drought? Yay, rain. Murderous floods and lightning-spewed forest fires? A little stressful. (laughs) (laughs) Depends on the context. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Oh, great Thunderbird, smite our enemies! No. <laughs> Just no. doesn't do it. How about a drought? <laughs> right. How about a drought instead? We can find the Thunderbird depicted in the art, songs, and oral histories of many Pacific Northwest Coast cultures. Mm, I love me some oral history. Hmm. But also so among those so of the American Southwest, East Coast, Great Lakes, and Great Plains. General similarities between them all. These suckers are big. Some legends depict them picking up entire literal whales in their talons. Mm. If I had a nickel. They generally have bright and colorful feathers, sharp teeth and claws, and they usually live in clouds high above even like the tallest mountains. In modern times, Thunderbirds have achieved notoriety as like a cryptid, which is basically <clears throat> animals that some believe may exist somewhere in the wild, but they aren't recognized by science because there isn't, like, concrete evidence. Like Bigfoots. Yeah. Or Chupacabras. Or the Loch Ness mm. Monster. Or Mothman. Yep. Mothman was a barred owl. Is there asphalt evidence? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. This is no concrete evidence. I just... Uh, um, or brick road evidence? Could be. Mortar evidence. Maybe. Everybody guess which one of us is a dad. Dirt. Oh, congratulations. <laughs> Ella, Ella, Ella. Give it up for Ella. You irritate me. <laughs> what do you want for Father's Day? <laughs> New co-host. Anyway. Too bad we have contracts. <laughs> Signed in blood. And firebird souls. <laughs> Modern sightings in the last 100-plus years span along 
different regions of Pennsylvania, basically, like mm-hmm. I-80, Pine Creek Valley, Dark Skies, and Elk Country. More recent sightings in that same, like, state of Pennsylvania were in 2010 and 2012. The biggest champion of the Thunderbirds was Harem Cranmer. Harem Cranmer. I don't like that name. Words are hard. A retired postmaster who lived in a remote area of Pennsylvania. Cranmer was a sort of, or Cranmer? I don't know how to say this. Words are hard. Names are harder. I told you. Cranemeyer was a sort of connoisseur of the weird. He would discuss ghosts, UFOs, monsters, and he claimed to have seen his first Thunderbird in 1922, and then he claimed to have seen four others after that. They were just airplanes. He just didn't know what the fuck they were. Look at that giant metal bird. It's loud as shit. That must be a Thunderbird. (laughs) Is that Orville (laughs) and Wilbur? (laughs) What are they doing riding the Thunderbird? <laughs> Is that Orville and Wilbur? No, it's the Thunderbird. <laughs> How could I be so mistaken? <laughs> <laughs> Shit faced on shine. <laughs> Smoking opium. That's a Thunderbird. This was Pennsylvania. Let me grab my cocaine and, and he was in the 1900s. Opium. He was yeah. shit faced on Yingling. Wait, how old is Yingling? <laughs> I think that late 1800s, if I'm not mistaken. Anyway. 1886. That's what I'm thinking. I just made up words. Yingling and the Stang. Yingling and the Stang. 1829. See, it was around. You could definitely have been wasted on Yingling. And cocaine. years after that. And opium. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. those were like. Like just at the ready. Pharmaceuticals. Yeah. Coca-Cola used to have cocaine in it. You keep talking about these. You heard that here. You keep talking about these coast crane, man. How about you do some cocaine? (laughs) Step your game up. That's a good idea. I'll stay awake forever and see all the Thunderbirds. (laughs) Thunderbirds everywhere. Thunder, 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 thunderbirds. This man's like rolling in his grave. He's like... (laughs) Because he's still high on opium. They can't get my name right. They're singing shitty 80 songs. (laughs) And not even 1880. I was sober my whole life. (laughs) (laughs) These are lies. Lies and slander. Lies and slander. He turned into a southern woman. And a little bit of liable. (laughs) Man, Julep, why don't you take this down? I was waiting for it. I was waiting for it. Take this. Crane mayor guy. Take this crane mayor guy. He's giving me the vapors. Well, there was once even said to have been a photo of a Thunderbird. And according to one story, some men managed to kill one, nail it to a barn, and take a black and white photo while they posed in front of it. That photo is missing and has become known as the lost Thunderbird photo. Very creative name. And is itself a story of legend. When was it taken and lost? Well, researcher Ivan Sanderson claimed that he had the photo and he left it with that Cranmer guy when he visited him in 1963. So before then. 
Well, Why I mean, this like leave the photo yeah. with someone. Cranmer actually died when his house burned down in 1967, so four years after the photo was allegedly left with him. Ah, uh, yes, the Great Opium Fire of 67. Which you would assume took the photo, like the fire took the photo with it. And it rose from the ashes like a phoenix. Mm, different mythological bird, but still relatable. So, cryptozoology and modern sightings aside, let's go back again to different versions culturally at the source. The Algonquin indigenous peoples were, as I mentioned earlier, Northeast peoples in Eastern Canada, like um, Ontario and Quebec and the Northeastern U.S. They included the Iroquois who lived in the like Great Lakes area. And in Algonquin mythology, the Thunderbird controls the upper world, while the underworld is ruled by the underwater panther or a great horned serpent, which is another Ilvermorny house, as I mentioned earlier. The serpent would make more sense if it's underwater than yeah. a panther. I've never heard you men- mention this. Ever. Aztecs had like a swimming panther or something at some point. Maybe that's remember. how cats started liking fish. We were talking about that earlier. <laughs> I got a rule down here. Might as well eat down here. (laughs) The Thunderbird can cast lightning bolts at those underworld creatures to attack them. The cat can? No, the The Thunderbird. If if the underwater panther is the creature underwater, it'd be attacking that creature. Oh, gotcha. Depictions in this tradition include like a spread eagled bird. So the wings are horizontally like spread out and the head's either in profile or facing forward. So it has like an overall X shape to the drawing. And then we have the Ojibwe peoples of Southern Canada and Midwestern U.S. and the Northern Plains. And these are like essentially the indigenous peoples of the subarctic and northeastern woodlands. So Thunderbirds, under their beliefs, were created by Nenaboju to fight underwater spirits. And they punished humans who broke moral rules. And then in this case, the Thunderbirds lived in the four directions and arrived with other birds in the springtime. Four directions meaning north, south, east, west. Yes. Cardinal directions. All these birds, cardinals, thunderbirds. Cardinal birds. (laughs) Birds that are (laughs) cardinal. In the fall, they would actually fly south uh, with other birds after the end of the underwater spirit's most dangerous season. So nothing to do with winter, just that thing. And then um, there were the tribes of the Munamini, which were like western Wisconsin. Wisconsin. I'm sorry. The Bunch w- of goddamn chatterheads <laughs> out there. <laughs> They're everywhere. The tribes of the Monomony of northern Wisconsin. Monogamy. Monomena. Boop, 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 boop. I knew that was Monomena. Boop, boop, boop. Monomena. Boop, 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 You're welcome. Anyhow. It is painfully clear to any listener that we were born in the 80s. Were we? Well, most of us. The 1780s. Because <laughs> we're witches! <laughs> Ella, stop that. No. The beautiful indigenous cultures of the Munamanis. Yes. <laughs> or Academy Award R. <laughs> <laughs> Just 
so frustrating. <laughs> Their Thunderbirds dwelt on a great mountain that floats in the western sky. They would control rain and hail. They delighted in hail, fighting. Yeah. And they also delighted in deeds of greatness. So there were aliens. On a sky island. Yeah. Where did... Okay. If they were a mountain... If you if it was a mountain floating in the air... Mm-hmm. And probably a spaceship. Launching fucking airplanes and, and causing scenes and... Causing. Making them... Making Native Americans fight people. You heard it here first. Dragon Street Bourbon, Spit Facts, and Truth, and we know aliens. And one of us is a witch. Cletus in pre-colonized America walks outside and sees Hale. <laughs> They're creating a scene again. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine like the first no, like tornado? Now, I'll do that now. There's I'll a tornado that. just coming through. Because, of course, there was no like warning system back then. <laughs> Whoosh. There they go, creating a scene again. Goddamn Thunderbirds creating a scene again. <laughs> Man, Jill. <laughs> go grab Mary Beth. They're creating a scene again. He's like pointing at the eye of a hurricane. Nobody cares about your marital specs. <laughs> Keep that private. <laughs> Get a room, you two. Lord. These Thunderbirds were also enemies of horned snakes, but in this case, multiple instead of just like one great horned serpent. And they were called, and this pronunciation varies by dialect, so don't hold it against me. I will. And she won't be able to say it anyway. Right. Y'all are rude. (laughs) (laughs) They were called the Misikinubik. You can say what? Newbig. She can she can see nude pick. Nude pics. Nude dick. She can see nude dicks. Um, anyway, those horned snakes. I believe the word she's looking for is messianic. Mm, that's what it was. The Thunderbirds would prevent the horned snakes from overrunning the earth, like we have to do with the deer populations. Do we? And also would prevent them from devouring humankind, which is less likely. Which is what we have to do with the deer. <laughs> Those damn deer always devouring. <laughs> Little Timmy, no. Look, I'm from Pennsylvania, and let me tell you. Those deer. Many, aggressive. Many a school child at a bus stop <laughs> lost to a man-eating deer. How, how hard was life back then when that you had, like, numerous horned serpents just <laughs> slithering about? Never said they were slithering. Walking about. Or flying. Not all serpents slither. That's true. They're talking about the reptilian race that lives underneath the Because men, men ain't nothing but snakes and dogs. <laughs> you can't trust them. They always lying. <laughs> so these beliefs were actually similar to the Sioux beliefs. Mm-hmm. And they furthermore believed that the Thunderbird were messengers of the Great Sun himself. Harbingers and Great Sun is like uh, proper nouns. Capital G, capital G. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The great sun. And before I continue with just a couple more tribes, we are opening a second beer. First off, it is by Edmund o- Edmunds Oast Brewing, and it is called Cereal for Dinner. It's a blonde ale brewed with almonds, vanilla, lactose, and cocoa nut. Hmm. Hmm. Let's see how this goes. 
And it, that does say oast, right? My dyslexia is not kicking in. It doesn't say oats. No, you're right. Okay. Huh. Look at you. Come a long way, though. Rush. Oh. Now it's my turn to be annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> that just spread all over you. It did. <laughs> but I'm going to enjoy it. That's what she said. All right. Now, the Shawnee tribe occupied lands as far south as South Carolina, as far east as Pennsylvania, and as far west as Missouri. They believed the birds were shapeshifters who interacted with people appearing as boys who spoke backwards. So very easy to differentiate from the other boys. <laughs> and then the Suwon tribes were those peoples who traditionally occupied areas around the Great Lakes and speak the Suwon language. Um, so within that kind of umbrella, we have the Ho-Chunk or the Winnebago, which were the Siouan-speaking Native American nation originally from Wisconsin and northern Illinois. And tradition holds that a man who has a vision of a thunderbird during a solitary fast will become a war chief of the people. Did Hasn't happened to me yet. Right. Did our opium friend, did he, he ever become a war, a war chief? chief? Yeah. No. Oh. Maybe he didn't see what he thought he saw. He wasn't worthy of becoming war chief because he, he was, lost the photo. That, that'll do it. Also, you got to um, have proof if you're going to be a war he chief. He was a white man. He, he so. was a white man with a drug problem. There was right. nothing else there to was it. Nothing. You can't. No. <laughs> it wasn't inspirational. It was I just seen it. No, you didn't. par for the course. <laughs> <laughs> sure you did. He's Grandpa. one of those just... guys on the corner <laughs> that has like the sign, the end is nigh. And he's just spouting Thunderbird rhetoric. Okay, yeah. Um, And in addition to that, their Thunderbird legends um, state that the birds have the power to grant people extraordinary abilities. And last but not least, under, again, under the Suwon umbrella, we have the Arikara tribe of Native Americans from North Dakota. Ethnographer George Amos Dorsey actually transcribed a tale from the tribe titled The Boy Who Befriended the Thunderbirds and the Serpent. And I managed to find that story, so that's the one we're going to use. You be the boy, I'll be the serpent. Yeah. That's fine. I'll be the boy. (laughs) There's no script. (laughs) No. Not too rough, Daddy Serpent. Slither, slither, smile, smile. And this is the basis for what started the Catholic Church. Mm. Trying to save that boy's soul. You know, honestly, in Canada, not too long oh, ago, they, no! were fi- they were they they were finding a bunch of dead children up underneath churches and stuff. Really, like digging up dead children and shit like that. Wow. Native American children at that. I unfortunately believe that. No, you can look it up. That's true. That's a a fact. That's a fact and true. It it was true. It was like last year or the year before because everybody was talking about like Native Americans kept saying their children are missing. And the church was like, no, they're not. They started digging up like hundreds of bodies. This next beer is called Yacht Party, and it's an American lager by 
it's hard to read this because it's yellow. Uh, Racist. Charlestown Fermentary. Sorry. But see, it's faded right there. There's like a couple letters kind of fucked. Oh, yeah. Look at that. <laughs> well, I'm getting better at reading, and I don't want people to think I'm not. For, oh, I'm telling people that you're not. <laughs> and in fairness, Miles had to open this third beer because um, he did not enjoy cereal for dinner. <laughs> I mean, I, I just. It's got, it's got lactose in it, so it's got that milky taste and 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 uh it's not texture. what i'm not oh, what i'm I going for it. not what i'm going for i think it's yummy you well, like then, stouts though mm. i do like stouts but most of my stouts aren't like that you don't have to eat them with a spoon right do not describe my <laughs> beer that way <laughs> as i'm enjoying it <laughs> so among the aricara there lived a gifted young man blessed with talents and abilities from the gods and the heavens. The four world quarter gods, whatever that means, who give all power. The boy came from a very poor family, so he hunted out of necessity. Hmm. He well, would didn't go, everybody hunt back then out of necessity? I think it was more like it's all he could do every Saying day. Saying it out loud made him feel alive. better about himself. It emphasized that. And it's a translation from another dude, so I don't know. Okay. But he would go out and kill so many antelope that people called him Antelope Carrier. No matter how far away the animal was, whatever Antelope Carrier shot at, he killed. He was a marvel. Hmm. Character. His talent, in part, came from the timber he used. The wood rats had taken the boy and given him a bow and arrows. The arrows were made of dogwood. The arrow's feathers were made from wood rat hide. I don't know how that works. I don't know how feathers come from animal hide. I also don't really know what a proper noun wood rat is. Well, so please don't ask. <laughs> Back in those days, you know, they were trying to use hood rat hide and it was just not working. So they had to change over to wood the, rat and the it worked a little bit better. just didn't work right. <laughs> Just ratchet hide. It just wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> Is my hide twerking? <laughs> so? <laughs> well, the bow was made of thick hickory wood. And then on top of it, Antelope Carrier had a black, red, yellow, and white arrow. The yellow and white arrows had flint points, and those were the ones specifically used for killing game. One day, Antelope Carrier wandered far from home. His friends and family mourned for him, thinking he was lost. Antelope Carrier. I think in this case, lost is a kind euphemism for like, oh, he did. Basically. It's it's been 48 hours. The first 48. Yeah. Gone. (laughs) Meanwhile, he was alive and still just like walking around. And he journeyed west. Until he came to a very large lake, at which he decided to stay for several days and hunt. Because nobody's worried about him anywhere else. Yeah. Makes sense. I'm going to stay at this lake and hunt. Shouldn't you send, like, a dove or pigeon or... No, I think I'm going to try my hand at fishing as well. No, all right. We're worried about you. Whatever. It seemed to be a pleasant camping trip for him. He had a big fire, plenty of meat to chow down on, and he slept each night by the lake. Mm. 
with the serpents. On one of his hunting escapades, antelope carrier killed birds and roasted them. My arrows would probably fly better if I used these feathers on them (laughs) instead of hood rat hide. Okay, so after antelope carrier dined, he lay down to sleep. Food coma. I get it. We all been there. Mm, If I had a nickel. We're up to 15 cents. I'm going to say minus a nickel because I don't think you've ever shot your dinner out of the sky and then roasted it and then went into a food coma. How little you know of me. (laughs) I'm going to need that nickel back. Not the band. (laughs) Yes, keep them wherever they are. They're looking at photographs right now. What? Every time they do, it makes them laugh. Yeah, yeah, I got it. Yep, thank you. As long as you know. Hmm. Well, while he napped peacefully, two thunderbirds swooped down and plucked him up. They carried him high into the sky before placing him on a mountaintop. Get his ass. Antelope Carrier wakes up, and he noticed pretty quickly that this is not where he originally <laughs> fell asleep. Hey, where'd the lake go? Wait a second. The mountaintop sides were very steep and high, so there wasn't even a safe way for him to descend. And hunter extraordinaire or not, he was still just a boy. So he began to cry. Weak. The motherfucker can carry antelopes. But he's a boy. And now he's stuck. And, like, instead of looking for... A path. Any kind of path or any kind of way down. Or maybe, I don't know, calling for help. Our first instinct is just to cry. Yep. Do you... Do I what? Well, maybe. He, no, like, no. just like, maybe, do you? Maybe, maybe <laughs> no, it wasn't had, a question. Maybe, do you? Maybe no, he like, had a, a rough do you? Week. Like, he was just <laughs> overwhelmed. He ditched his family and friends. I guess right. I'll just keep walking this way. He was just emo, that's all. Man, nobody understands that's, me. That's, nobody understands me. I'm an emo kid. Not you don't know what it's like. Me. You'd be knocking for me too if you were just like me. Because tonight will be the night I sleep out by the he's, lake. He's just up there listening to AFI. <laughs> <laughs> Over again. <laughs> he has a journal. My mom never understood me. <laughs> he's listening, listening to AFI, reading Sandman. She thought I carried antelope because I was hungry. I carry antelope because it's a way of life, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> it's not just a phase, Mom. I carry antelope now. It's who I am. Still crying, Antelope Carrier walked around a bit. God damn, I hate that sound. He walked around a bit more, and he discovered that there was a nest of four young Thunderbirds. So he quickly drew his arrow. No. And launched it through three of their faces. And said, I'm going to leave you alive to tell the story of how your brothers died. The only bird left alive. By Bill the Butcher. There's no dramatic way to walk away when you can't descend because it's all too steep. You just jump and drop and just like, yeah. To Antelope carrier out. <laughs> Thunderbird music playing in the background. Half a second later. Oh, no, free shit. birds. Free birds playing. In the there background. you go. There you go. Sorry. Fun de bird. There you go. There's definitely been a free-falling and a splat joke before. Mm. (laughs) Free-falling. 
He was Native American, so he was probably free balling. Mm, mm. While he was free falling. Tom Petty. But the breeze felt really good. They called him the breeze. No, they called him Antelope Carrier. Mm. I think there was another song reference. After even more tears, the boy grew tired and sat, at which point the roar of a strong wind resounded around him. When Antelope Carrier looked up, he saw the mother thunderbird. She lighted close by and spoke to him, beginning with the comforting assurances that he need not cry. Don't you cry, motherfucker. You ain't got nothing to cry about. <laughs> if I'm miserable, everything's going to be miserable. <laughs> if my man happy, ain't nobody happy. <laughs> Lightning from her eyes. She had seen and admired his wonderful hunting skills, and she hoped that Antelope Carrier would help her save the birds who she referred to as his young brothers. That is just something that happens a lot. I guess because, you know, every creature has a name and we are all connected in this circle, in this chain. Despite the sheer height of their current location, every time the Thunderbird Mama left her young in the nest, a two-headed water serpent emerged from the lake below, came up, and ate her children. (laughs) Damn. Its hide was thick, covered in flint stones. Like, literally, not like flint stones. It was covered Fred in flint Barney. stones. <laughs> flint stones vitamins specifically. Flint stones vitamins specifically. <laughs> We're flint stone kids. Ten million strong. And growing. Every time he comes out of the water. Oh, here he comes again. <laughs> like, like. Like one head comes up and goes, 10 million strong. And then the other one pops up and goes, and then they just slowly go back under. No way to sneak up on anybody. (laughs) And they're just like, that's that's reason enough for the Thunderbirds to be like, oh, God, here he comes again. Here he comes again. Hide hide the kids. Hide the kids. (laughs) He's trying to get him addicted to his vitamins. (laughs) <laughs> they don't even do anything. Our iron is high enough, damn it. <laughs> and the serpent was immune to the mama thunderbird's lightning. Kika! Even when she would throw bolts into its mouth. Kika! Should antelope carrier cease his crying and instead help save the baby birds, <laughs> she would in turn grant him a great power. The Thunderbird Mama promised Antelope Carrier lightning for his eyes and mouth and limbs and control of all the birds in the whole world. The power to grow his nails kind of long. (laughs) Not really, really long, just kind of long. And then shrink them back to normal. (laughs) Antelope Carrier bravely wiped his tears away. If he were to die, he would die with his brothers, a.k.a. Not his literal ones. He walked really far away from them. Mm. But the baby birds. The baby what? The baby birds. The thunderbirds? Yes. Damn it. He agreed to stay and help. The happy mother bird flew off and the boy walked to the east slope of the mountaintop. While steep, this mountain slope was actually covered with timber, so he was able to climb down. The timber held the home of all birds. Damn. And for some reason, a deer 
which antelope carrier promptly killed. <laughs> I can imagine. Don't mind me, guys. I'm just here for. Whoa! That What's looks he doing there? Like a cantaloupe. Or antelope. <laughs> that looks kind of like a cantaloupe. That's why they call me cantaloupe hunter. Wait, what do they call me? Cantaloupe carrier? Cantaloupe area. There's no cantaloupes around here. There's just a knockoff <laughs> version of him in another village. A poorer village. And he just carries around a bag of cantaloupes. No, there's just like, they're going to his parents' house. Like, all the fruit is filled with arrows. Your son needs to stop shooting the cantaloupe. <laughs> Please. We need to eat these. <laughs> anyway. He's a kid. The boy cut the deer up and took its meat up to the peak along with some of the timber. What are you doing? He was a guest. Oh, my God. <laughs> be our guest. Be our Jesus Christ. We got to explain this to his parents. What the, that's seriously fucked up, man. His name was Bambi. Why would you shoot him? You just go around killing people? Things you don't know? Just not asking questions first. He lost his mother and we took him in. Why do you think he was up here? Damn it. This is going to make us Thunderbirds look so bad. So the boy cut up the deer and took its meat up to the peak along with some of that timber wood. But he made a fire with that wood and some of the flint. The baby birds opened their mouths for food, so <sighs> antelope carrier fed them, and his care for those birds made the parents very happy. The father thunderbird explained that when their baby's feathers turned black, which I'm guessing yeah. is part of the like, molting and aging Hell process... Yeah. Then the serpent would emerge and set out for murder and feasting. The parents planned to go far away, higher into the sky, to gather power so they could try again to kill it. They warned the boy to watch for what are they, fog. Like Birdman, they get their fucking energy from the sun. Basically, they're thunderbirds. They get it from so the thunder, probably from like clouds and storms lightning and all that and shit. Stuff. Thunder rolls <laughs> and the lightning strikes. They warned the boy to watch for fog rising from the lake, as that was the sign that the serpent was on his way. <laughs> watch for some vitamins falling. <laughs> you'll know. You'll hear. You'll hear this stupid little jingle <laughs> that he can't help but sing as he's slithering through the water. And so the two Thunderbird parents left for many days. Kaka. One morning, as the sun came up in the east. The boy noticed a small roll of fog coming up from the middle of the lake, spreading as it rose. Smoke on the water. The fog seemed to cover the hills all around and even reach up to the heavens. Squinting, Antelope Carrier could make out something crawling from the lake. Wait, no, two things. It was the two heads of the monster. Ten million strong. I'm growing. I hate but As the serpent ascended the mountain. Snake. <laughs> As the serpent ascended the mountain, a storm rolled in from the west. Antelope Carrier saw no birds, but he knew that it was their power that brought the storm. Yeah. It passed over him without losing a single drop of rain. But it, he saw and heard lightning and thunder beneath him. <clears throat> Within the storm, the boy then saw the two thunderbirds spread their wings, flapping to make lightning. But every time their lightning struck the serpent, it would then flash out in every direction without harming the creature. Mm, lame. 
Finally, the serpent reached the nest. The mother squealed in alarm, sending lightning. Oh, fucking dad! Get the fuck away from my babies! Wee wee wee! Alarm! <laughs> the mother squealed in alarm, sending stop, sending lightning into the mouths of the monster, throwing it back, but without doing any real damage again, as it crawled right back up. The mother thunderbird despaired, she witnessing. She needs to go to the level up screen. Right, she need to power up them abilities. Work on her quirk. I mean, because that knockback effect could work, you right. know. Like, but she, she did needs, it right. She needs some damage. She needs to up her damage. No damage. No hit. Points. She can fly, so she ought to be a glass cannon. You would think so, but this bitch ain't farmed a day in her life. <laughs> she was saving that XP from the deer for mm. just before the fight because right. it was like a, a, a power boost. I'll level up later, but. No, but always can, before the fight. But always. cantaloupe eater killed it. She got it on a one hit point. So she's <laughs> <laughs> We're nerds. Why didn't people like us in high school? <laughs> so the mother Thunderbird despaired, witnessing this final failure and committing to fly high once more. And in the process, declaring that she would leave Antelope Carrier to die with her children. Oh. Yeah, like she was flying off to save herself. I declare that I am leaving you. And my children. Fuck them. Uh. As far as plans go, not the best for our human protagonist. Where's the father, Father Thunderbird? Uh, Thunderbird. I, I think he flew off as well. Uh, he didn't even come to the fight. <laughs> well, he was there. You're on your own, bitch. What color were their feathers again? <laughs> 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 I gotta go get some milk. Uh <laughs> Oh, I'll, I'll be back to help you with this fight. <laughs> Whoosh. <laughs> Steve? <laughs> Steve, the indigenous <laughs> Steven? Where are you? Can't make all this lightning by myself, Steven. So the boy picked up his bow and arrows, notching the black arrow, mm. and readying his arm. As the monster rose up, he opened his mouth to swallow Antelope Carrier, but the boy loosed that arrow straight back into his throat. Ugh. The resulting sound was like that of a falling tree. The monster fell over and burst open, for the black arrow was really a sycamore tree with sharp limbs. Mm. Danger averted, the parental thunderbirds descended. So he grew a tree in that snake's one mouth? Mm-hmm. Oh, he's dead now? I can come back. I can come back. But there was still one head of the two-headed serpent left, and it came up from the other side of the hill. And growing. <laughs> God, he shot a tree in my other head, and it's growing. <laughs> no million strong. Cue the continuation of epic action scenes. Antelope Carrier ran, positioning himself so he could fire into the second mouth. <laughs> This time, he released his red arrow. <laughs> More theatrical monster fighting sound effects. I'm thinking action scene. Like something really epic. Like he's flying to the side and losing right. arrows. And yeah. you're going, do, 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 do. <laughs> it's background music. It's like 16-bit Nintendo. That's a specific type of action. 
Two-headed fucking serpent and growing. I'd play that game. I would play that game. Well, questionable sound effects aside. Amazing sound effects aside. The arrow lifted the head clean off the monster and gravity did the rest of the work. Gravity! The head fell upon the rock face and broke into many pieces. You win. Fatality. Flawless victory. So now the Thunderbird parents were overjoyed, flapping about in celebration. They flew off briefly to where all kinds of birds dwell, leading all those birds back to the boy and the nest. And one deer? No, that one's dead. Yeah, yeah, exactly. One dead deer. The mother Thunderbird declared Antelope Carrier the chief of all birds, furthermore granting him power like her own over lightning. She gifted him a stick imbued with the power of lightning. (laughs) Thank you. Here you go. Here's a stick. What? Imbued with the power of lightning, so anything the boy struck would be killed. The birds would follow Antelope Carrier, acting as scouts and warning him of bad animals. Hmm. And they go a coyote? I'm just saying. The mother Thunderbird bade the boy to follow her down to where the dead serpent lay, broken in two. The birds worked together to take hold of one heavy side, turning the serpent over. When the serpent's body was released and it fell once more, all the flint rock that served as its armor broke off and scattered. The boy sliced the serpent open as a feast for the birds. Every bird ate its fill and gave the boy more power still. The power given to the boy was in the nature of objects, and he swallowed them. Here, I have a bunch of question marks in parentheses. Yeah, I don't know what that means. I have no fucking idea. So, the powers, like, when they were giving him powers, it mm-hmm. was in the nature of objects. So, they were bringing objects to him. So, like, the, like I don't know. So, basically, like, the stick has the ability right. for light. Exactly. Yes. This is to kill whatever. This is to whatever. But every object that he ate, he gained more power. Sure. The heart. His delicious heart <laughs> gave him courage. I found this Flintstone. It came off that. Oh, well, that increases your iron. Basilisk thing you killed, but um, this is this for calcium. Here you go. <laughs> Flies off. The surface of the lake smoothed over with the absence of the serpent. The boy found a new purpose in his adventure, and he made it his goal to kill all bad animals and monsters. Hmm. And while he never returned to his people, he kept the name they bestowed on him. I am Cantalobita. Isn't he the one that fed his village by hunting? They were just so poor. His parents. Oh, okay. He don't care. Oh, so he just let his parents starve to death. Basically. Yeah, you gave me life. So? Eh, whatever. We've all been there. <laughs> if I so, had a nickel. The translation I was reading goes into something that seems at first like another story, but it ties in. Huh. So, but I'm going to label this part too because it is rather jarring. So we're going back to the village he's originally from for a second. Okay. While he's roaming about the land, two other young boys from his village went out to shoot birds. And they... (laughs) And they... (laughs) We're out of this fucking village. Nobody understands us, see? We're we're going to be street punks now. Fuck you. (laughs) 
You like my mohawk, ma? I, I bet you don't. This is not a phase. It's a way of life. <laughs> These two boys were joined together with Rawhide. Here, I have about 20 more question marks in parentheses. Why? I'm assuming that's somebody's name. No. <laughs> so apparently it's like, <laughs> it's like a rawhide string, but they're like tied together. Oh. So I guess their parents heard the idea of leashing their kids and instead just leashed the kids together and set them <laughs> off. Also, it never describes these two boys as brothers or anything. They're just two boys tied together. But they don't have... Fingers or thumbs? To it's just you and me, man. It's just you and me, bro. You know what we need to do? I got your back. You got my back. We're going to tie ourselves together so we'll always have each other's back. I'll let you know somebody's sneaking up on you. What, what about when they poop? We'll squat right, on right, separate you, sides. You take that side of the tree. I take this side of the tree. They're just... Really? It's not gay if you look away, right? They're, they're, their poop cycles are they're synced just, up like women's <laughs> menstrual <just> ones. <laughs> they're just training really hard for three-legged race. They take it very seriously. <laughs> oh, my goodness. They wander pretty far from their village, and they come to a bottom land, and they find an object that looks like a white mushroom. But the white mushroom is moving up and down. Okay. Since we, and it's called Bottomland. Hey, since we're in the, the bottomland and that white mushroom's moving up around. You want to sit loose, on it first or should I? Loosen this rawhide real quick. Let me spin around. Real baby elephant walk through this thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So one boy wanted to shoot the mystery object. And the other declared that it was wonderful. <laughs> oh, my dick! Oh, that's the wrong white mushroom. I'm so sorry. <laughs> And the other declared it was wonderful. The other and thus, declared. He would rather not harm it. <laughs> but the first boy shot the mushroom thingy anyway. Mm-mm-mm. And as soon as the arrow hit its mark, a strong wind came and swept the boys into the air and far, far off. Whoosh. Onto an island out in the great waters near where the sun rises. Up in there. Like our boy Antelope Carrier, these youngins cried where they landed. <laughs> All the while, they were still tied together by the rawhide string. Mm, I forgot about that. Yep. The boy who was shoot first, ask questions later, <laughs> proceeded to mock the other boy for crying the most. But they were both crying. Yes. Okay. <laughs> this upset the bigger crybaby. So he made to shoot his friend because as his logic went, it's actually his fault that they were in this mess. He's going to have to drag a dead body because apparently they don't know how to untie rope. Poor Steve. The other boy stopped him saying he shouldn't kill him since they will go back home. Simple as that. (laughs) All right. So impulsive kids plan is to head toward the setting sun, a.k.a. the direction of home. But if they don't reach home that way, then they must go east, where the sun rises. So really, he He has no idea where to go. Yeah, he was just guessing directions and concluded if one's wrong, they should just change it up. It's fair. What could go wrong? (laughs) So the boys headed westward. Near the big water, they saw a patch of corn and squash, and beyond that, they found an earth lodge. The boys stood awkwardly outside, waiting long enough for an old woman to come out of the earth lodge. Okay. She called them grandsons and invited them in. 
Now, and then any kind of like German or Caucasian version of the story that would be the bad. kids would be eaten. Yep, it's not what happens. <laughs> the opposite. No, they so, eat the old age. The boys accepted her invitation, oh. and the old woman served the boys a meal and let them rest overnight. Then the old woman told them she knew that they were children far from home, carried over a long distance by a strong wind, because they shot it with an arrow. But she would help them return to their village. First, she would pound a lot of corn to make dried mush. Then she would make five large cakes out of the mush. And they must take these cakes and follow her directions to the letter. Mm. It would take four days to cross the large lake. Four cakes were to be gifted to their grandfather. Again, not literal. We just throw familial names around. And the cakes would be payment to take the boys over the water. One cake would be for the children's nourishment. So four of the five for the grandfather and one for them. To summon the old man, they must go to the water bank and say, Candy man. Grandfather, my grandmother says you are to take us across. A large serpent will arrive first and they must tell it, my grandfather says you are not the one. And then it will go away. And shrinking. That's all it takes to get creepy men to go away. <laughs> you are not the one. Go away. <laughs> what a magical world this is. <laughs> then they must call again. A second serpent will come. Send it away. Oh. And a third. Tell it to bugger off. Damn it. And a fourth. Now. That one is their grandfather. So if you thought it was going to be a bunch of serpents and then an actual old man, no, no, no. Mm. The fourth one is also a serpent, and that one is right. (laughs) He carried land upon his head, Mm. with trees growing out of it and everything. I heard, heard. They must get on the last serpent's head and give him one cake. Now, grandfather... Also has lice, apparently. So the boys must take one lice off of his head and present it to him since he liked to eat them. (laughs) Oh, yeah. The lice were soft-shell turtles, by the way. (laughs) Soft-shell turtles. How? This is exactly how it was translated. It was like, lice, 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 lice equals turtle. I was like, you made me read through all of that first. (laughs) So I'm going to make them listen to all of that first. (laughs) Thanks, buddy. (laughs) So the boys follow all of these instructions, crawling onto the head of the fourth serpent with their cakes of mush, while also untying themselves from each other. Finally. After feeding their grandfather a cake and a louse... Their grandmother came out and gave them final instructions. They mustn't try to jump from the serpent's head within three or four feet from the bank, but stay on it until he pulls all the way up to the bank. 
If you so, jump early, he eats you. Mm. Maybe. No, that's definitely what happens. <laughs> he breathes fire into your face, fries you, <laughs> and then eats you. The boys instructed the grandfather to take them across the lake as their grandmother ordered. The serpent carried on until noon the following day, shouting up to the boys that he was hungry. I am hungry, house. So then he just stops, like dead in the water. I'm hungry. Feed him some turtle lice. Yeah. The turtle gave him one more cake and one more soft-shell turtle. Wait, the turtles gave him no, no, she, she No, that's what she said. Oh, she I meant the children. Oh, okay. I was like, wait. The children <laughs> gave him a cake and one more soft-shell turtle. Like a convenient little gas fill-up. Mm. And off the serpent swam once more. Whee! This repeated the second and the third day. On the fourth day, however, the boy saw land. The one who likes to shoot things he doesn't understand got all worked up before the serpent properly reached the bank and jumped as if to make for the land. Of course. And the serpent swallowed him up. Told you. Good thing they untied themselves. They didn't. They did? The other boy was being dragged behind the water. (laughs) (laughs) And that's how we invented water skiing. No. Fair. No, they untied themselves. Miles was right. I was listening. When I said... Once they got on the turtle head? Yeah. Yeah. Or the serpent head? Like right before they untied themselves. Well, if they could untie themselves, why were they tied together in the first place? They thought it was cool. It was a whole thing. Maybe they each think the other one is directionally challenged, so they'll get lost if they're not tied together. Together That's why. So... The other boy waited patiently and only came down once the serpent fully landed on the bank. But the serpent still ate him. No. Mm -hmm. When he got down, he turned to the serpent and said, Spit my friend out. Please. That guy was an asshole. Keep him. (laughs) Also likely. Grandfather, grandmother said you were to stop here and rest. I am about to leave you. Grandmother also said I'm to feed you your own lice. So, this more patient boy took more turtles from the monster's head to feed him. He implored the serpent to open his mouth, claiming that grandmother said the boy must look at his teeth. When the serpent opened his mouth, the other boy could be seen sitting inside. Mm, just chilling smart. in the serpent like Pinocchio and the whale. Like, oh, hey, I got eaten earlier today. <laughs> and I didn't try to get out at all. No. Just made so, my peace with it, really. Our good boy asked the serpent to open his mouth even wider so that he could marvel at how long his teeth were. And he used that opportunity to just reach in his mouth and drag the other little shithead out. Mm. So, we still rescued the other shithead. Good for us. I, uh, I don't understand how long does the serpent let food sit in its mouth before swallowing. Well... They were only feet And does from- he not chew? No, he was... It's a whole... Well, snakes don't chew. ...food plan he was working on. He was so, like, I'll just save this for later. I won't even start he, digesting. They, but they swallow. This one didn't. He swallowed he only up to like... You know when you see like a snake digesting a mouse and you just see it moving? It was still like just a little lump on the top of his throat. Just a little lump there. Hmm. But not a lump because he's giant. Fair I, enough. I don't know. I don't know. I don't understand. Fair enough. 
I don't know. I buy it. In any case. <laughs> the two boys reunited, thanked the serpent, and resumed their journey west in search of home. And the snake wasn't even mad. Right. No? Like, you, you took my dinner. So they resumed their journey west in search of home. After many days, they reached the Missouri River bottom. They reached this river until they reached more lakes. The boys wandered even further, coming across driftwood and a large log. They used this wood to make a big fire. So they're making a little pit stop, resting a little bit. The boys noticed grease dripping from the big log. When the shithead kid reached up curiously to inspect the dripping grease, he discovered the log wasn't wood at all, but another serpent. Serpent find. The foolish boy readied his knife, cutting a chunk of the serpent off to eat it. Like a bromance version of the Garden of Eden, he tempted the other boy to partake in the serpent flesh as well. But unlike the Christian tale, the other boy would not succumb. So, one kid's like, oh, that what is a snake. Om, nom, 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 nom. And the other's like, I don't really want to mm. eat that, though. No. <laughs> no. That doesn't look appealing at all. By the way, you nasty. And <laughs> I'm just kid just here. finds things and eats something. Right. Ooh, turtles. No. Ooh, grass. No. Ooh, a bouncy mushroom. <laughs> I'ma shoot it. Why? <laughs> Impulse control problems. Right. Also, you don't know how long <clears throat> the snake's been dead. Like how long it's been there. Is it decomposed? He was just like, um, nom, 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 nom. He doesn't care. And he I didn't think that's where it was going. I thought he was going to be like, Wow, this snake is greasy. And then it was going to like whip its head around like, fuck you. <laughs> like, yeah. I was like, oh, none of that happened. No. It's not a horror game it's, jump scare. It's, Weird. It's, it's almost irrelevant information that they yeah. even found the snake. Yeah. <laughs> sort of. Literally. So the boys continue on, laying down to rest when night fell. In the morning, the foolish boy who like ate the snake awoke to find his feet had turned red, blue, and white. Hmm. American. Red, white, and blue. Funny things you do. America, America, America. this is you. Do, 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 do. Rather than alarmed, he was excited at the sight of his colorful feet. Me too. That's like a free tattoo. Let's go. I love my colorful feet. The next night, the color spread from his feet and up his legs. Happens to the best of us. Another night still, and the color spread even further up through his torso and the rest of his body. Okay, my genitals not enjoying it so much now. <laughs> Maybe he is. Got Maybe. one red ball, one white ball, and a blue cock. <laughs> Don't know what to do about this. American genitalia. <laughs> shouldn't, it, shouldn't it be? No, never mind. Never mind. Go ahead. Oh, I guess go. that's kind of French. Yeah. Wait, go. what order is the French one? Or in? Puerto Rican. Yeah. yeah. I don't remember what order the colors It are doesn't matter. It's all the same. <laughs> it's uh, all the same. It all runs together. We're all one. Ain't nobody better than the other. So the next morning after that, the boy found his legs joined together like a serpent's oh, tail. Oh, he's going to be a snake now. An American serpent. Womp womp. 
He didn't try to find a doctor. Like, oh, my feet are turning colors. Oh well, find a village. Eighteen hundreds. Remember, there are no doctors. That's this isn't the 1800s. a medicine man. Or this isn't the eighteen hundreds. This is an old an antidote. This is a very old indigenous tale. So oh, this so is like yeah, pre-colonization. Is, yeah. Go back to the presumably thing that you ate. Be like, hey, my bad. Can I like not eat that? Right. <laughs> Remember when I said, "Don't eat the snake." <laughs> The sweet boy who can do no wrong assured the part serpent boy that he would stay with him. I wouldn't. But the impulsive kid asked him instead to carry his body back to the Missouri River and place him in the water, as he was now a wonderful part of the river. Whatever. The good boy must come down to the river after so that his old friend can speak to him and grant him powers. So yeah. like a reward. How did he know that he could do that? I d- instinct. Yeah, very presumptuous. Oh, come find me and I'll give you some powers, buddy. I got He's you. He's going to eat the boy. Do He's you- going to eat the gullible little boy that. <laughs> do you have the ability to give me power? Oh, sh- don't, don't even worry about it, bro. Just come find me. I got you. You're my boy. Come find me. By the fourth morning, the boy had completely turned into a serpent, and his companion fulfilled his request. Then, so, all right, the good kid carries the now full serpent to the Missouri River, drops him off, and leaves. And he's heading home alone. Meanwhile, antelope carriers' birds inform him of a new serpent And they tell him that it's wonderful. Don't know what that means. They just kept saying the word wonderful. So Antelope Carrier visited the Missouri River to search for the serpent. But the boy turned serpent heard of the Grand Hunter's arrival and was understandably frightened. This is the kid who was like, I'm going to kill all monsters. And he's like, oh, I kind of look like one. So the serpent asked his brother to dig a hole in the sand for a hiding place. I said brother. I don't know if it said that in the story or if I presumed that. I guess friend. The, the other kid he was trapped Yeah, because you said earlier that they never yeah, mentioned now that I they were remember. siblings. I don't know. I was very tired when I finished my notes. We're almost <laughs> done. Meanwhile, Antelope Carrier was hunting the serpent. He discovered the sand and suspected that it might be the serpent's hideaway. But while examining it, the serpent used his own power to carry Antelope Carrier into the water and its den. He then forced Antelope Carrier into a sweat lodge, which he had in the river. For reasons? I've heard... Um. Of sweat lodges being in rivers. Nothing. nothing I tried to be supportive. Nothing I've, about I've, this story has made any sense. Except for the serpents well, over 10 million strong. It's about to make more sense. Are you ready? <laughs> mm-hmm. Antelope Carrier? He's in the sweat lodge. Underwater. Yes. And now he's not. Or Surprise. under sand. No, water den. It's in the water. <clears throat> it's a water den underneath the sand that houses a sweat lodge. So. Where? This forces him to vomit up all of his powers except for the lightning in his eyes. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, logically. Because mm-hmm. Thunderbirds are obviously, their weakness is a sweat lodge. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I've read that somewhere. So the boy turned serpent rubbed this in, telling Antelope Carrier <laughs> his powers were all gone and he was no longer wonderful. 
So he should just go back home to the people that he once lived with in the village that he once hunted in. Yeah. Wait, wait. Didn't he told his friend to go into the box? So he he had his friend help dig him a hole to trick Antelope Carrier, and it worked. So Serpent. And he got him in the sweat lodge. Serpent. Yeah. Kid had nice kid help him dig a hole. Yeah. And then they got antelope character. Yeah. Okay. All right. And then he vomited up all his powers. Okay. And so antelope carrier is sweating profusely, vomiting up magical abilities. Except for the lightning in his eyes. Mm. Yes. And then the serpent comes in and he's like, you're no longer wonderful. Okay. I thought it was serpent kid. Yeah. That's why I was like. Yeah, it's the the boy that turned into the serpent. Oh, it is him, yeah, not yeah, like yeah. the. Okay. Yeah, so he's like, he's kind of being a little shit. It's a little yeah, weird. literally. But then again, this guy was coming to kill him, so eh, he just <laughs> laughed in the corner and gave him the finger and <laughs> sent him on his way. He's like, the might as well finger. go home now, bitch. Yeah, suck yeah. on this serpent. And that's finger. where we're at. That's where we're at. So mean or not, Antelope Carrier knew that the serpent had made a good point, so he went home. But he had to make, like, Cyclops. There's my X-Men reference. And he had to cover his eyes all the time, because apparently the eyes that stayed like lightning weren't super safe for other human beings to be around. No. So he's like a a Raiden mixed with Cyclops. He just can't control it. Just no. lightning, just always shooting out. So he has to he has to walk around like a real cool anime level protagonist. But it doesn't hurt his hands. No, he can just okay. He just covers his eyes. But um, makes sense. Well, kind of like if you pee on your own hand, it yeah. doesn't make your hand wet because it's your pee. What? <laughs> <laughs> Nonsense. Heard it here first. <laughs> I I guess dragons drink bourbon and no. spit. Well, kids at home, true. try this. Antelope Carrier never showed the other villagers his powers either. So that means he just like wore a blindfold. He showed all the up time. and he was like, Yeah, I'm blind now. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Like, how'd you get back here? <laughs> well, the serpent stayed in the river, the the boy who turned into a serpent. Mm-hmm. New serps. He just, you know, swam its waters and he gifted powers to the people and he gave them songs and he also gave them knowledge of the medicine man ceremony. Cool. So the asshole boy turned into a pretty decent person. Turned into a pretty decent snake. Because it, yeah, just gifted people with things that helped them or songs, which I guess could also help. Hey, can you help me? No. <laughs> But I can sing you this snake song. There's a hole in the bottom of the sea. A hole in the bottom of the sea. So obviously that, we kind of that didn't help me at all. Off into serpents, but this all started with Thunderbirds, and the other Thunderbird stories I found were really boring. Objectively, <laughs> but did they make I more sense? No. Okay. Thunderbirds are nonsensical mythical beings. Cryptids, excuse me. We need a we need a part two with like one of those other crazy stories. 
And we could just be like, yeah, you were right. Or like, no, that was interesting. Well, like one of them had a dude that was just like scooped up by a Thunderbird and they went whale fishing for four days. And then he took the man home and it had been four years. And then the man was like, I'm going to hang out with this other magical creature. And it had been 10 years. And it just like oh. kept going on like that. And I was like, what is the point of this? And it was like, and then the man was a great chieftain. And I was like, what? <laughs> I mean... Wisdom Isn't he old as fuck now? Wisdom he keeps going away for years at a time. Wisdom comes yeah, with age, just I guess. Take a couple of days and go, oh, sorry. We like, forgot to tell you. Time he, works differently for us. He legit Four was days gone. for us is four <laughs> years for you. He was gone so long the first time. My family. One of his wives remarried, and he came back and found, like, a fully grown kid that was too young to remember him when he left. And he was like... Is your papa around? Like the creepiest way to ask. <laughs> and the kid was like, uh, well, my birth dad disappeared, but my mom remarried, and I have other brothers oh. and sisters now. And he was like, why don't you go bring your mama over? And he was like, I don't know if I want to do that, old man. <laughs> it was fucking weird. I was like, I don't like the story. <laughs> <laughs> and like, it, most of them do have that where like the Thunderbirds are kind of there, like in the beginning, and they like set forth. <laughs> Other and then they just peace happen. out. Yeah. Hey, we're going to start a whole uh, <laughs> chain of events, y'all. Well, we've done our part. But I had already done all the other research, so what did y'all take away from this lovely tale? That if you're an asshole that lacks impulse control, you may one day become a serpent god to a village of Native Americans. Yes. I learned to just ask, what's the word? Thunderbird! That's what I learned today. And also, sometimes deer appear on mountains where they should not be. Just hanging out, visiting friends. Literally. Getting sacrificed. It was like, and the home of all birds was around some timber. I was like, oh, okay. I'm having trouble imagining it, but I'm there. Okay. And, and then, then a deer, deer walked in. <laughs> what? The boy can't even climb down. How'd the deer get up? <laughs> right. Hey, get... I've made a mistake. So we killed it. What? <laughs> I shouldn't it's be like, here. It's like it had no relevance to anything that was happening at the time. So, like, why even put it the there? The only relevance We could have just left it. He, he could, could kill it. Just left it out. Because, and, well, like, and then I thought it was going to be to bait the serpent out early yeah, or something. Right. No. No, he just used it to feed the baby birds and get brownie <laughs> points with the mares. <laughs> Which, which they left him to die anyway, even yeah. after he took care of their kids. Yeah, they failed, and then they were like, yes, everyone's dying but me because I can fly high. Thunderbirds out. Why can't they? So the word is don't trust a Thunderbird. <laughs> also, he had a stick that could kill anything and never use the stick. Right. At all. At all. Did he just, like, forget it somewhere? Like... I confused it with all the other sticks. It just looked the same. Maybe this story was kind of like part of an anthology. And there were several other stories. Kind of like how the first Witcher book was like several small stories. Yeah. And then we only got this one about the Thunderbirds. Or maybe campfire stories were all shit and made no sense. People well, were just drunk and like high just trying to tell stories. Then awesome. he had a stick that can kill anything. <laughs> And then another time he met all these other creatures and he couldn't kill them. But what happened to the stick that could kill? <laughs> Shut up. Don't interrupt. He couldn't kill him. He couldn't kill him, I say. 
Well, also, Antelope Carrier was like, I don't know. I guess I just wandered too far. I guess I'll just live my best camping life. I guess I'll just save these baby Thunderbirds. Oh, I was rewarded. I guess, you know, I'll make it my purpose to kill things that would kill other innocent baby things. Instead of It's like, oh, that sounds pretty noble. That's kind of cool. I'm a bad guy now. What? Why? (laughs) (laughs) They told me that serpent wasn't bad, but now I'm racist, so I'm a hunted anyway. And I'm like, But you said the word wonderful. (laughs) Wonderful. (laughs) So, yeah. Yep. That is, uh... There are lessons. We just don't know it's, what they are. You know, we, there, damned confusion. if you damned if you do, damned if you don't. That's the and lesson just today. Damn. <laughs> except, just damn. Except the good kid who had impulse control and got to stay a human being and just had his best friend was Lived magic now. Life. And he didn't have to wear a blindfold, so he was fine, and I guess he's good. I guess he's good. <laughs> I hope he lived to a ripe old age and he, he had a hot Young wife, I don't know. <laughs> Ripe old age of 37, like everyone that li- That's right. He rocked out for 37 strong years. But yeah. Yeah. It, we, it. we done, we spitted the tail. I did it. And then Huzzah! You, you say stuff about truth and facts now. <laughs> Dragon's Great Dragon. Spit truth. And facts. Kika. Thunder thighs. Thunder thighs save lives. Thunder thighs do save lives. Thunderbirds. I need you tonight. Do not. To do it. Yeah. Dragon Street Bourbon listeners, what's the word? Thunderbird. Cut all that. <laughs> no, don't cut that. Keep that. That was a good ex- extra. name for deers because you're not gonna you're gonna hear antelope carrier be like oh my god is it like an escort sir it's like <laughs> a cab oh is it like a cab a uber got it he shot billy it's not a cab <laughs> it's not a cab it's not a cab cancel the uber it's not a cab no bar ubers in this neck <laughs> of the woods <laughs> find another dd okay Original music by Maria Vincent and art by Something by LP. You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at ddb.podcast. You may also email us at dragonsdrinkbourbon at gmail.com. Here come the fucking bad Thunderbird parents. (laughs) Oh, no, they're flying off again. (laughs)